Hey there, brewery lovers. Welcome back to a new episode of Brew Daddies. This is Richard. I'm here with my friend. Adam. And this is a road trip episode. B-E-E-R-U-N, beer run. <laughs> Adam and I were both traveling last week, and so each of us went to a brewery in the place we were and visited it. We didn't have time to get interviews uh, or talk to uh, breweries that we can sh- to the brewers or the owners that we can share with you, but we'll tell you a little bit about the places we went. And we were able to become intimately familiar with these breweries. That's okay. <laughs> Intimate. That's that's interesting. Oh geez, not like that. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter, will you? It's impossible. <laughs> okay, you went to the Houston, great Texas. state of Texas. Yes, to Houston. Not my favorite city in Texas, but hey, tell us about what you experienced. Well, I went to a brewery in Houston called Sigma Brewery. Uh, There were several there, and don't know why I picked Sigma, but I did, and I'm glad I did. The brewery itself, they did such a good job putting it together. So they had this big bar that you could sit at, plus a lot of tables, but they put outlets for every bar seat and every table. You mean electrical outlets? Electrical outlets. So you could charge your phones, play games. A lot of people would come in, just like bring games with them. What do you to mean? Play, like video games, like, you know, a computer. And they would play video games. Oh, like they would bring their as computer. A group. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. So there would be like a, like a group of people would like do a group video games. game yeah. while they were sitting there yep, all with their beer. laptops. Yep. Or. There are some people on their little whatever they are game now, Game Boys whatever they are yeah. now. Game Boy. What is it? The new Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called because yeah, I don't have time either. for that. But, <laughs> but anyway, so, but, so, so like... they had outlets at every table. They had this big squishy couch where you could sit on. Well, you know, Houston is all by the lots, way about burning fossil yeah. fuels. <laughs> <laughs> lots of games for people to play. Great place to just hang out. So were you there on? Were you, when were you there? What day of the week? And like what time? I'm I'm, I'm asking because I want to like... I went there on a Friday night. Friday and, night. And there was actually um, a group of people had come, but they were going to have a bunch of people come so they could... Oh, so somebody like reserved some space or like... Yeah, like, exactly. a big party so, there or something. Yeah, I talked with the guy next to me who... <laughs> they also have a comedy wrestling show that happens there. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You have to now tell us about the comedy wrestling show that they have at Sigma Brewery in Houston before yes. you say anything, anything else. All right. It used to be housed there, so they had it frequently. It's about two times a year now. Just twice a but year? But it's right now because they do shows every other places because they used to have their stage there, but it got moved. It looks hilarious. The guy next to me happened to be one of the wrestlers. So I got to see pictures of them all, and it's like... I know wrestling's a little bit of a joke as it is, but it took it to the nth degree. And they had tag what team it? and regular. It's it's parody wrestling. Parody wrestling. So yes. so it's fake something that's already fake. Yep. <laughs> purely for comedic effect. Oh yeah. Okay, I got yeah. it. Yeah, that sounds like fun. We should start one of those it, here. It sounds hilarious. The guy was Snickers really from the nice. Audience. Yeah. So he was telling me about it and talking about it and you know they they play heavy metal music there which i loved but he was telling me that the music's lower because they had a group there so they didn't want to overwhelm people and he goes there twice a week just to hang out 
And he he had one of those Game Boys or whatever they are now. And was playing games and talking with people. And he knew, he knew all the ball, bartenders. One of the bartenders is a wrestler as well. All right. And so that's an interesting sideline for was, a brewery. Yeah. But they're very much into heavy metal. But everyone there was great. The bartenders were very knowledgeable about the beer. They were very friendly and accommodating. You know, there was a couple beers. I was like, what does that taste like? And they immediately just brought me some to try. You know, it was just a great experience overall. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, I'll talk a little bit about the beer, too, if you'd like. We should probably hear a little bit about the beer. And this is Sigma Brewery. Sigma Brewery in Houston, Houston Texas. Houston, Texas. What part of Houston first? Do you know? Um, the part that's in Houston? <laughs> Not very far from University of Houston. Okay. in the that's, Near the University of Houston. That's as much as my geography okay, of Houston I know. There's the internet. People can look it up yes. if they happen to be in Houston. Yes, exactly. They're going to Houston. They want to check it out. So I tried almost all their beers on tap. How many were there? Because of research, you know. It's important. It's important. It's what we do. I think there are seven. Oh. <laughs> well, I did not have pints of every beer. Let's get that straight. All right. But I at least tried every beer. One of the ones I really liked was their porter, which was aptly named Porter. <laughs> not very inventive, but, you know, hey. Uh, it had a really nice, um, oh shit, I said nice, I got a drink. <laughs> so it had a great roasted barley coffee aroma and flavor. Wasn't too overwhelming, but enough that it was really enjoyable. Very nice. It was pretty clean beer otherwise. You got a drink again. It was, <laughs> I do. Had a great body. Not thin. It wasn't too thick though. And... Very enjoyable. It was 7.9% alcohol, and there's no way you could tell just by drinking it. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, big beer without the you know hot alcohol flavors or anything like that, and just a great taste. They also had the sour beers, and you know I've said before, sours aren't my thing. These were really good sours. They weren't very funky, uh, but good sour flavor. One was a uh, peach apricot. That definitely had more of the sour flavor. You know, the fruit came through a little bit less, but still very enjoyable. The second one was a boysenberry, raspberry, blackberry sour. Wow. And that's a very, very, very sour beer. <laughs> that's one way of putting it. Very intense flavor. I mean, you got some of the sour notes, but a lot of the fruit notes, a lot more of that came through, but not sweet. I was just, about to say. Just the fruit flavor uh, wasn't too sweet, not too sour. I really enjoyed that beer. Both of them. I, I really, really liked. Very drinkable. Uh, the last one I wanted to talk about was their blonde. Um, okay. You know, for me, blondes a lot of time can be a little... I want to say flavorless, but, you know, lacking in complex flavors, a little basic. This one was very, a little bit more complex, I'd say. It had toasty notes, like a toasted malt mm -hmm. uh, nose to it, as well as flavor. You got that flavor going in, wasn't a sweet malty, didn't get that at all. Not a lot of hot flavor, a little bit, little piney flavor, 
really blended together well, though, creating this complex flavor, which, I mean, it was such a drinkable blonde. Excellent. Really enjoyed it. Great. So, so you, were, you were there on a Friday night. Yep. Sounded like it was a party. It was a party. People having a good time. You had seven five-ounce glasses. <laughs> uh, you could say that, yeah. Okay. Maybe a little bit more than that. A couple of pints. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it sounds like they have a nice, well-rounded, pretty but pretty sort of standard beer selection. Yes. You got your porter. Yes. Got your blonde. They did have IPAs as well. Sure. Sure. And they had a couple more intense beers that were available in cans and bottles at the time, but not on tap. Uh, so I didn't try those. So Sigma Brewery in Houston, Texas. Sounds like a great place to hang out. A lot of fun. Yes. A lot of fun. I would definitely recommend it if you're in the Houston area. Excellent. Well, I was in South Carolina, North Carolina and South Carolina, uh, but mostly South Carolina for a few days working on another show I produce. And I got to spend an afternoon in Durham. I got to go see a base Durham Bulls baseball game. Oh, and cool. first of all, I have to tell you that that is the first minor league team, but it's the first baseball park I've ever been in that also has a brewery. Wow. They brew pretty small facility, and I'm pretty sure that they only sell the beer at the ballpark, but it's Bull Durham beer. <laughs> I did not have one. Really? There were so many good there – there was a lot of good choices mm -hmm. of, uh, of local breweries to try, and I was really more interested in sort of trying something that had a had a larger footprint. Um, did, did you talk to anyone who had drank one? Yeah, and it's good craft beer. So there was nothing. It, it didn't seem to be a. I mean, one thing I have to say is that there's a lot of breweries in Durham, so the choices at the ballpark were overwhelmingly for craft beer. I mean, everywhere you went, it was. Like every third place you could get beer had Budweiser. Mm -hmm. The other two had some form of craft beer uh, wow. as their primaries as their primary sort of beer source. I went to a brewery recommended by my friend David, who went to school at Duke. My wife and I went to Full Steam Brewery, and I got to tell you, uh, first of all, we had a blast in Durham. Durham seems like a great town. We didn't get to spend much time there, but I want to spend more time there. Everything I did in Durham, I had a blast doing. But Full Steam Brewery focuses on what they call distinctly Southern beer. Now, I grew up in the South. I was born in the South. I grew up in the South. I've lived most of my life in the South. And I love the South. I was jealous that you got to go to Texas instead of me. <laughs> But I'm going soon. But so the idea of distinctly Southern beer was intriguing to me. They also focus a lot on what they call agricultural pride in, in a post-tobacco North Carolina. So it's important to understand that North Carolina was an agricultural state that primarily produced tobacco. And for the most part, tobacco isn't really a product <laughs> that, <laughs> that we condone or we want, uh, you know, you know, and obviously smoking has declined significantly. So how do you replace that? So a place like Full Steam Brewery is looking for agricultural products that they can help to revive the agricultural heritage of the state. So what agricultural products are they looking at there? All of their beers contain at least 10% local ingredients by weight. 
Most are much higher than that. But they're they're looking for grains. They're looking for hops when they can get them. And I thought that was really interesting and, frankly, like the kind of – you know, we talk a lot about sort of the hyper-local approach yeah. to craft brewing that we that we see in so many breweries. So I found that really interesting. When we got there, I was confused by the place, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, there are three sort of separate sections of Full Steam Brewery, at least that I could see. So there's the brewery itself. I did not have a chance to take the tour, so I won't talk much about that. But there's the, there's the brewery itself. Then there is sort of an outdoor seating area. It's indoor. It's covered. But there are garage – there's no air conditioning, and there's, like, garage doors and fans and rustic-style tables. And then there is a bar inside that's more like an actual bar. I mean, it's where the bar is. It's where you order beer. It's dark. It's air-conditioned. And there's like most of the seats are at the bar and there's a few tables, you know, high tops that people can sit around. So it took us a while to figure out where we were, where we were going and what we were doing. But once we figured it out, it was became it, suddenly it was like, oh, my God, there's so many options for sort of how you experience or what you want to do or where you want to be inside the brewery that we were immediately like flummoxed as to what we wanted to do. Gosh, it's a nice day. Do we want to sit outside or do we want to sit inside or um, also, we were there on a Sunday afternoon, and the same thing as you experienced at Sigma in Houston was uh, they had a big group in there, and so that okay. that adjusted our options a little bit. We got to sit inside. We sat right at the bar, which meant we got to talk to the bartender, and that was fantastic because we had great conversations about beer and about the South. She's from Boston. Wow. And she lives in Durham. And yeah, so we had a lot of fun talking about sort of growing up in the South and her living in the South and being married to a Southerner. But we also got to talk a lot about the beer. Speaking of which, great, great, great brewery when it comes to when it comes to the brews that they that, that I tried that they were producing. There were so many choices. There was a men we got a menu. And it took Karen and I probably 20 minutes to, like, narrow down <laughs> our choices. There were probably 30. That That's probably an exaggeration. But it seemed like there were, like, 30. I mean, it was definitely more than... It was definitely 20. There were a lot of beers. And they had them categorized in sort of, like, everything from light to malty to sour... So it took us a long time to figure out what it was we were going to do. So let me tell you about what I tried. Yes, please. So the first beer that I tried at Full Steam was the Carver Sweet Potato Lager. Wow. Which is brewed with 200 pounds of North Carolina sweet potatoes per batch. And I got to tell you, it didn't taste like sweet potatoes. <laughs> I got no sweet potato really? at all in this beer. But it was a great lager. It had a it had sort of an earthy kind of flavor that I attributed to the sweet potatoes, but no actual like no sweetness. Eating a sweet potato, yeah, nothing that even came close to. Now, if you think about it, sweet potato doesn't actually have a complex like a big heavy flavor, right? Yeah. Most of what you taste when you taste something in sweet potato is a lot of spice that they add to the sweet potato to give it true, a lot of pumpkin-y like flavors. 
there were none of that 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 was not part of this part of this lager so well, it, it sounds similar to a pumpkin beer i mean you put a lot of pumpkin in a pumpkin beer but most of the flavor comes from the pumpkin, pumpkin spices spice. that Same you put thing. in the beer yeah yeah and so they did, there's no spice in this beer um so it gave it kind of an earthy an earthiness to the flavor profile and it was a totally drinkable lager i really liked it you know there's a lot of starch <laughs> in sweet potatoes yes. so really i think that the, that that created this really nice earthy Less malty, but earthy flavor to the lager. Did it give it, like, a better mouthfeel as well because of the starch? I I didn't notice that, I'll say. But, you know, I was doing – obviously, I was doing tasters. Yeah. So um, it may just not have been – also, because it was the first one I have, I may not have been as aware of mouthfeel. Second beer I tried at Full Steam in Durham, North Carolina, was something – I just – I got this because of the name. I admit it. It's called Space Farce. (laughs) (laughs) Which I honestly believe they named for the president's space force. Like, I think they were brewing the beer, and then he, the president came out with his space force thing, <laughs> and they were just like, we're just going to call this space force, uh, because it's a, it's, it's a New England IPA. Okay. And, and I think, if I understand correctly, the, through conversations with, with, the, with the server, they're they're they don't sort of have a New England IPA. They're constantly playing with the New England IPA concept and putting out different ones. So that I think they have a variety. You know, like every New England IPA they come up with is a little bit different. So I think that's why they could name it this way. So okay, here's our next New England IPA. Um, it was so smooth, really soft, but full hop flavor. I mean. It was like juicy fruit gum, mm-hmm. you know, like when you know what that's like to just oh, yeah. like that, that you just smell it and you're just like, oh, my gosh, this is like I'm like in a bowl of pineapple and mango <laughs> chewing juicy fruit gum. It was it was amazing, amazing, amazing. It's so funny because the IPA at Sigma that I didn't talk about had that same flavor, juicy fruit gum. Yeah. So the what- flavor wasn't like that. That was pure oh, okay. aroma. It was just the that aroma. That had the aroma and flavor it of was, Juicy Fruit Gum. Yeah. No, the flavor was pretty traditional IPA, but, but a nice soft softness to it, so it wasn't too hard. Yeah. But but the aroma really blew me away. See, that's what I really like about New England IPAs. Because it's so much of the dry hops, you get such great hop flavors. You know, it's less about the bitterness, more about the flavor, and it's really nice. I had a bunch of beer when I was at Full Steam, but I'm not going to take up everybody's time to talk about every one. The last one I want to tell you about is called Southern Basil. And it was, I mean, it was summertime. We've been driving. It's warm outside. It was one of those peppery, refreshing, really vibrant kind of of summer uh summer summer beers and it was it was so good that i was really very tempted to just like drink nothing but that the rest of the time of course i had to drive more so i didn't the interesting thing about this one is is that it's brewed with local wheat and local basil so it's just fantastic it's a very complex flavors but the peppery of the basil and the um the Saison yeast all really came together to just make this one of the best sort of summer refreshing beers that I've had. Now, let me tell you the other things about Full Steam before we close out the show. Food, get it. 
they have a pretty solid menu and a good kitchen. My wife and I had basically these little shrimp tacos and lettuce. Like shrimp on lettuce with some great sauces. It was fantastic and the perfect amount of food. Everybody was eating. Uh, we talked to other folks who were having a lot of stuff. The food there, everyone said is fantastic. So it's one of the few breweries I've been to that seem to have like a solid seem to have a solid food menu, so there's no reason to order anything else. They don't have like food trucks there. They've got food. So what we had were the Beaufort shrimp lettuce wraps, which was local shrimp with Thai peanut sauce and Thai chili sauce. Just perfect, light, well-matched with some of their summer beers. They had sliders, deviled eggs, mac and cheese, dumplings. Anything um, vegetarian? Yeah, tons of vegetarian stuff. They cool. have potato dumplings that can be vegetarian. They have mac and cheese that can be vegetarian. Deviled eggs that are vegetarian. Um, the other thing, last thing I'll say about this great place, Full Steam. Like, I really want to go back. Like, I'm planning in my head when can when can we go back to Durham, see some of the other breweries, visit some of the other breweries, but go back to Full Steam. They they brew their own sodas and colas. Wow. And they serve also locally brewed kombucha. I could do without that. Me too. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. It's local. Um, so there's they really are very uh, into the local thing. Also, also, they have live music. That is all. Full Steam Brewery in Durham, North Carolina. Check it out. So in terms of Sigma and food, they do not have food there at all. They do have food trucks that come. So you can look on their website or give them a call and they'll let you know what's there, but they do not have food. One thing they do have, which I really wish I could have used, was Crowlers. Could get any of their beers in those lovely 32-ounce cans, freshly packed. But unfortunately, since I was flying out the next day and I had no luggage that I was checking, could not get any Crowlers. Well, we hope you enjoyed this road trip episode of Brew Daddies. As always, if there's a brewery you'd like us to check out and talk about on the show, just email us at hosts at thebrewdaddies.com. Find us on Facebook at Brew Daddies. Instagram at Brew Daddies. Twitter at The Brew Dads. And you can find us online at thebrewdaddies.com. And if you've gone to either of these breweries that we talked about today, we'd love you to contact us and let you know your views as well. Let you know your views? Let us know your views as well. And remember, always drink great beer. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Brew Daddies. Mm-hmm.